0: Thank you for purchasing this audio product, Faith Comes by Hearing and Hearing by the Word of God. We believe that your faith will increase and your life changed by applying the principles in this teaching. I want to read four scriptures and then I'm going to title tonight and I'm going to walk you through all the stages and I believe at the end of this message we're going to see a movement of the Holy Spirit that we haven't seen in a long time. May the Lord touch us in a supernatural and a special way tonight, all right? So remain standing like this. I know they've got the scriptures. If you haven't got your Bible with you, just look at the board. Everyone that is watching by internet, follow with me. Before I let, Before I title this message, let's read four scriptures. John chapter 4 verse 6. Now I knew that was coming. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for your excitement about the word. But I'm going to read four. So shout your woos for one time and shout it loud. Come on. One, two, three. And Then I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. John 4 6. And Jacob's well. Was there it's all I want you to see there Jacob's well was there Jesus therefore being wearied with his journey sat thus upon Jacob's well it was about the sixth hour somebody say Jacob, Jacob. Isaiah 43 verse 1 Isaiah 43 and 1 but now thus saith the Lord, That created thee, O Jacob, but formed thee, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called you by your name. You are mine. I'm almost there, titling tonight's message. I'm almost there. Say with me, Jacob means heel catcher. Listen to what you're saying. Jacob means heel catcher, supplanter, or con artist. Israel means he will rule as God. How many of you think that's a good name change? Come on, wave back at me if you think that's a good name change. From heel catcher to he will rule as God. Genesis 35 verse 10. Genesis 35, verse 10 And God said unto him, Your name is Jacob, but your name shall not be called anymore Jacob, but Israel shall be thy name. And he called his name Israel. The next scripture that I'm about to read, I want you to catch the revelation. And if you see it, let's go crazy in this place. In the same chapter, verse number 18 And it came to pass as her soul was in departing for she died that she called his name Benunai but his father called him Benjamin and Rachel died and was buried in the way to Ephrath which is Bethlehem and Jacob set up a pillar upon her grave that is the pillar of Rachel's grave until this day (laughs) and Israel Moved on. I want to preach a message tonight called Don't Label Me. I wonder if we can activate this tonight and go to about three people, look them in the eye and say, Don't Label Me. Yes! Whoa! Come on, in fact, go to three more people and tell them, don't you put me in a box yes, everyone watching tonight on the internet come on, work with New Beginnings Christian Family Church and say, don't you label me oh, come on somebody, scream in this place Are you ready? Take your seats in this atmosphere. Let me talk, let me talk, let me talk to you for about five minutes. Let me talk to you about five minutes. They tell me that there are five key elements to form a civilization. Number one is a centralized government. Number two is organized religion. Number three is job specialization. Number four is infrastructure. And number five, there must be writings. Five things that form a a civilization. Now, if we only talk about those five, surely there must be more. But I picked those five tonight to say, don't label me. (laughs) because we are not governed by the rules and the regulations. We are governed by the kingdom of heaven. No wonder the word of God says that when we are taught how to pray, one of the things that we are told is, thy kingdom come in earth as it is in heaven. So when we look at the key elements of civilization and we respect our government. But if our government raises, for instance, the price of petrol, and in the natural, you missed me, in the natural, you missed me again, we feel the pinch, we can make a declaration that although the facts are clear, we don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith. <laughs> therefore our hearts cry needs to be don't label me don't put me in a box the bible taught me after i gave my life to jesus that i have been transferred from the kingdom of darkness over into the kingdom of his glorious light come on somebody and even if i walk around in this earth i am not from this earth I am walking around with the atmosphere of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. There's an awesome story that I heard of evangelist Reinhard Bonke, And he went to India one year. And when he got off of the plane, the pastors were just, you know, precious in the saying. And they said, Pastor Bonke, can you feel all the oppressive spirits in the atmosphere? And he said, no, brother, wherever I go, I just feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. The second thing that civilization imposes on us is organized religion. And I think the time needs to come where we say, when somebody asks us, What's your background? that we refuse to answer that question. Because the question really is Are you Methodist? Are you Pentecostal? Are you Charismatic? what are you so that they can put you in their little box and I'm here to tell new beginnings don't you label me I wish I had about three people that can preach with me tonight and say you don't know where I come from you don't understand what the Lord has done for me don't you put me in your charismatic box God is bigger than that hey I said God is bigger than that hallelujah God is about to build a church in the earth that will not be boxed in by Methodist, Pentecostal, Charismatic, or whatever you want to name this. We are the church of Jesus Christ in the earth. Hallelujah. And the earth has never seen a church like this. The third thing is that there needs to be job specialization. So, according to what we as a country, what we as a nation have in our resources, that dictates what jobs we should have. I'm here to tell somebody, don't you label us. <laughs> hello, somebody. I said, hello, somebody. You know, the town that I come from is called Emma The old name is Witbank, and there's nothing vid about it. It's, it's built on coal. And, and, and every now and then, there's a message of fear coming forth. That the coal, you know, there's not enough coal to mine anymore. I tell you what, we as the believers have the authority like Jesus did. To speak to the elements in the name of Jesus. Come on somebody, don't you say, don't you say we will conform. Don't you say we will conform. Don't label me. The fourth thing is, civilization needs Infrastructure and that's all good. I am I am somebody for for godly order. If you want to see anything grow, put order to it. If you want to see anything go into chaos, a, a chaotic state, leave it alone, and chaos will come randomly. Chaos, chaos will come automatically. But there's something about a structure if it comes from Nebuchadnezzar in a place called Babylon and if the structure dictates to us the people of god that we need to eat what they eat and do what they do and when the trumpet sounds we need to make the same declarations than what they do there needs to be the spirit of a sadrack Meshach, and abendigo that stands up and say we don't have to eat what you eat hallelujah we eat a different diet we can survive on the word of the lord we can survive on a mood of the spirit. Hallelujah. Come on somebody. The word is our indication. <laughs> the 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 first thing that I'm touching tonight in a in civilization is writings. And for too long, for too long, we, the people of God, well, praise the Lord for the day and the hour that we're living in, that Bibles is not taken from us, but we can get into our own Bibles and study the Word of the Lord. You know, there is a company in the Bible called the Berean Company. How many of you have ever heard of the Bereans? The Bereans were people that took every word that somebody preached and they studied the Scripture To make sure that we are accurate in what we are saying and what we are doing. If you go study church history, you will find out that because of the misinterpretation of the writings of the day, Martin Luther got his hands on the Bible himself and he went through the scriptures by himself. And he found this scripture, Romans 1.17, that says the just shall live by faith. And he caused the first reformation of the church. The second reformation was started by somebody called William J. Seymour in 1906. And he read the passages in the book of Acts. And he heard through the word... That we don't have to be a dead church, but that we can be touched by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we can speak in tongues. Is there anybody in this place that can speak in tongues? Come on, open up your mouth for about 10 seconds and let's go for it. Come on, somebody, 10 seconds. You watching us online tonight, open up your mouth. Hallelujah. Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Selectively, people back in the day kept the writings to themselves and they taught truth, but they didn't teach all truth. Somebody say truth. And that man's breakthrough caused A second reformation of the church I'm here to tell you and everybody that's listening That the church is at the dawn of a third reformation of the church Oh you didn't hear what I just said We are knocking the door down. That's why it's new. That's why it's fresh. And I'm here to tell somebody here tonight that this is not just new in in the fact that we are, are proverbially driving a car and we are shifting gears. This thing is not about going from fourth gear to fifth gear. No, God has just thrown us a brand new car and we have never driven this thing before. Hey, I don't know about you, but we have never ever driven this kind of church before. If society dictates us with writings, then we need to stand up and say boldly, don't label us. We will get into that manual, and we will read that manual, and the men and the women of God that the Lord will release from pulpits will give us the truth, and nothing but... Okay, give me five minutes. Give me five minutes. I said that before, didn't I? In the first four scriptures that I read to you, you could have figured out that I went to the story of the Samaritan woman. It is the Samaritan woman that went to Jacob's well. She went there at the sixth hour. And there's a couple of things that I just quickly want to throw out. And I told you, you need to listen to this message tonight as the church of Jesus Christ. And you need to listen to this individually. Man, there's a lot of things happening in the atmosphere right now. I just need you to open up your heart the whole time. Listen to me. Listen to me. From the story of the Samaritan church, we can figure out and find out a couple of things. Most of the time when you read, especially in the New Testament, about a woman, you can always think about the church. Can I show you how this works? For instance, there's a woman with an issue of blood that reached out and touched the hem of his garment. Watch me now. How many years did she struggle from that issue? Twelve years. Where was Jesus on his way? Well, let me help you. He was on his way to go heal Jairus' daughter that just died. How old was she when she died? So he's on his way to raise the dead church. <laughs> he's on his way to raise the emerging church from the dead. But on his way there, The existing church says, we cannot go on like this before anymore. You have got to touch me. Can I I show you another one? Can I show you another one? The Samaritan woman is the church. And I don't mean this demeaning, but truly there's a difference in what we are going for versus established. Uh, You need to help me with words here. Listen to me tonight. This Samaritan woman, she calls it. She comes to Jacob's well. Did the Lord not change Jacob's name to Israel? So, why is she hanging on to Jacob? Why is she hanging on to Heel Catcher? That's what I am. That's what I was told. No, 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 no. Don't you label me. Then another thing that we need to see in this portion, so she comes there at the 6th hour. Now in biblical language, that's the midday. It's, 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 it's 12 o'clock. And, and that's not normally the time for them to come and draw water. So, so she doesn't know. Are you with me here? What time it is? Where the place is she needs to be and who she is in Christ. Because she's there, because she needs to come to that place of inaccuracy and draw water every day. And it only takes her a couple of hours. Somebody needs to preach with me right now. Then she needs to go back because she emptied out. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. And six hours later, fill my cup, Lord. I lift it. And six hours later, fill my cup. No, 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 no. There's somebody sitting at that well. I said there's somebody sitting at that well. And he's about to say something. Where is your husband? and she says i had i don't I, well she 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 tries to explain and he says huh you had five and the one that you with now is not your husband open up your eyes number 7 is sitting in front of you six is the number of carnality and the flesh we have a church in the earth that is not hearing what the Lord is saying because he's looking for a face-to-face encounter. He's looking for a church to stop dating him and he's looking for a church to marry him. He's not in it for a visitation. He's in it for a habitation. Oh, come on, New Beginnings. Put your hands together in this place and give God some praise. Okay. Okay. Give me five minutes. We don't know who we are in Christ. I said we don't know who we are in Christ, but that's changing. Because if we look at the story of Jacob, we can find something out about Jacob when it comes to he started out as heel catcher. But I promise you, he's gonna end as Israel. He's going to end as he will rule as God. I know that it's very dear to our heart that Matthew twenty-eight nineteen is called, you know, the great commission of the church. I, I, I wonder if we shouldn't lift up Genesis 1:26 to 28 as well and say that mankind was created on this earth to rule and to reign. Hello, somebody. Say it loud and clear. Say don't. You label me. Give me five minutes. That was a quick five minutes. I believe that in the earth right now, God is doing three things. He's restoring his kingdom. Too much to say. I won't even go there. But the earth has not seen the kings of the kingdom yet. We are about to see a wealth transfer. And a ruling and a reigning company like the earth has never seen before. The second thing that God is doing is that he's building a corporate temple. Where is Pastor Leslie? Is it Pastor Leslie? You blessed me tonight. You stood your little ground right here and you made sure somebody will get saved in this place. Gone are the days of the superstars. This is a corporate move in the earth that the church and the world has never seen. Come on, somebody. And the third thing that God is doing in the earth is He's restoring His image. He's restoring sonship. The Son of God became the Son of Man so that the sons of men might become the sons of God. There's something very healthy in your church. That you look at your apostle, not as a pastor. I said there's something very healthy in this church. Now I know of Nikki and Michael, that's his sons. But everybody in this place calls him. <laughs> it's called sonship. It's called sonship. If you want to look at the example. When he's addressed and this power, it has to do with the son. Please, Lord, I don't need to go in this, in this avenue right now, but just to say something. When Peter told him who he, was, who he is, according to him, he said, you are the Christ. You are the... Huh. He could have called him anything. He could have called him the master of the universe. And the moment that father spoke up in the heavenlies, he said, that is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And the moment he operated, he opened up his mouth and he said, I only do what I hear my father tells me to do. He came to display the father, son, wineskin. He's restoring sonship to his people. We need a face-to-face encounter with the Lord. How many of you are hungry for that? How many of you are really hungry for that? Now, taking our example tonight, Jacob, I think most of us starts out as a heel catcher. <laughs> How many heel catchers do we have here in the place? Hello, somebody. How many heel catchers do we have here in this place? I have a friend, I have a friend, and this guy so believes in what the word tells him to be. And that really needs to be our story. Our story needs to be his story that changes our story. He makes all things new. He doesn't make all new things. <laughs> so he uses your mess and he makes it a message. He takes your pain and he changes it into a pulpit. Come on, who did I come here to preach for tonight? You start out as heel catcher. But God is about to flip your lid. I said, God is about to change something in your house. God is about to change something in this church. God is about to change something in this nation. Come on somebody shout. It may start out as heel catcher. But it's not going to stay there. Come with me in a quick revision on this favorite story called Jacob. <laughs> Isaac says, Is it you, Esau? And Jacob says, Yes, mm-hmm, 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 Dad. And Dad says, It sounds like Jacob, but it feels like Esau. Oh may the Lord help us to raise proper fathers that don't go by what they feel but they go by what they saw in the word of God. And they not moved by circumstances around them. And they don't go by what they feel but they go by thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Word. Okay, okay, okay. However that story works, you can preach it positive or negative. Jacob leaves blessing and he's on the run say with me I am. I am Israel don't you label me but I'm walking the story out because at one time you had to move through the things called Jacob and Jacob comes to this uncle acting like a father Laban Unfair uncles, acting like fathers, seeing you for what you are, making sure they're going to use everything they have on you for their benefit. Somebody in this place say, don't you label me. Now, in Laban's house, there's a couple of attractive things. The Bible calls her sweet on the eye. And the Bible says that Jacob was absolutely enamored with Sister Rachel. She was the sugar in his coffee. She was a babe. She was wonderfully and fearfully made. It's almost like Pastor Nikki is looking at Daniel. Nikki, let up. And the Bible says that Jacob, just for the sake of this side of the message, shout Jacob. Jacob worked, the Bible says, for seven years, and then seven years passed as if Jacob didn't even feel it. Now look, I trust the Bible. I believe the Bible. I love the word. The word is awesome. The word is fantastic. The word is changing my life. But when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask Jacob a question. How in the world? Because the Bible says, And lo, behold, the next morning, Cock-eyed Leah... No, you missed it. The, the man was he, the man went in the room, and lo, behold, the next morning, Cock. Don't judge me. That's what the that's Bi- the Bible. Not say she has skewed eyes. But don't you judge Leah in your life? She's got one eye on the future and one eye on the past. <laughs> hey, I don't know who I came to preach for you tonight. You start out as heel catcher, but oh, you're moving! I said you're moving. Oh, you stuck with cockeyed Leah. Somebody say, "Don't you?" Oh, come on, scream it! Don't you label me? Good. Rachel have children Eventually But in the meantime Cock-eyed But she grew Hallelujah And she gave him six tribes Of the twelve tribes The firstborn, Reuben Judah, praise And Levi, the priesthood I don't know who I came to preach for you tonight. Don't you curse the Leah in your life. She's about to make you brother. I said she's about to make you sister. If you're going through that tough time, like Bishop Jake says, if you're going through hell, don't stop. Go through it. It starts off as heel catcher. Uncle Laban, I need to leave. Uncle Laban says, I'll pay you anything to stay. The manipulation of Jezebel in the earth to control and suffocate and manipulate whatever the Lord wants to do. You go ask Martin Luther how popular his message was 500 years ago. You go ask William J. Seymour how popular his message was 100 years ago. Listen to me carefully in this place. There is a new season and a new sound in the earth. And we are about to knock down the door of the third Reformation. It's not going to be a popular sound. I said it's not going to be a popular sound. But hear the word of the Lord. It is a sound. I'll pay you anything. The Lord will come and give you ideas and plans. I said plans that you will look at the labors of the earth and say, "No, no, 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 no. Let's do this. Let's do this." Everything that comes out spotted, give that to me and the Labans of the earth will have to agree who is the King of Kings? Jehovah Jireh that takes care of His people. Hallelujah. I don't know who I came to preach for tonight, but you might be sitting in a place of manipulation. Manipulation because of the skin of your, the color of your skin. Manipulation because of your zip code. Manipulation of which country you're in. But I believe that the Lord can give to us uh, and cause something so super on the natural that we can come forth with plans like this. In that next business meeting, open up your mouth. Oh, hallelujah. Say it in the name of Jesus. Write that book. Dream that dream. Start that business. Oh, who did I come to preach for you tonight? Hallelujah. Spotted cattle, sheep, goats. That's easy. Let them see if they can get rid of that. I'm telling you now, it's not the way that we thought. Can can, Can I mess with you tonight? I said, can I mess with you tonight? The biggest news agency in the world doesn't have one reporter working for them. Called Facebook for the older people. One of the biggest transport companies in the world doesn't own one car. Uber. One of the biggest currencies in the world doesn't print one note or one coin. Hey, don't you. then we see the fight the fight with the angel and that happens in genesis chapter 32 if you want to go read up on that genesis chapter 32 he fights with this angel and he tells the angel i'm not leaving before i get the blessing i don't know what it is but you need to bless me i i cannot live on like this anymore I'm stuck between a new creation and an old creation. I'm here to tell you that the Bible says that all things have become new. And you are a new creation in Jesus Christ. And that's where your victory lies. Now it takes a little bit of time for this to eventually hit and break through. Because Jacob heard this good news. I'm here to give you good news tonight. Don't You label me. Don't you put me in your box. Don't you verbalize what you think of what I am. You might be seeing me in my journey. You have not seen my arrival yet. I am a work in progress. How many of you say that's exactly where I am, Andrew? The Lord is working on me. And I've got my hands in the air saying, Lord, keep on working on me until you refine me as pure gold. Now listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. The angel, the angel tells Jacob, your name is changing. Well, the first thing that the angel actually asked him was, what is your name? And isn't that a powerful place to get into your life and say, you know what? I've been running away from that my whole life. I will tell you who I am. I am a Just as I am, Lord, here I come tonight. I don't want to hide this anymore. You, in any case, know everything. But if you want me to say it, I'll say it. I am Jacob. And the moment that the angel heard that, he said, from this moment onwards, you will not be Jacob anymore, but you will be Israel. Now listen to me. How many of you in the body of Christ have received that awesome miracle by giving your life to Jesus? And not only your background, maybe being a church background, but maybe you were a non-churchgoing person. Maybe you were a Muslim or a Hindu or somebody else, but you found your young Pastor. And are you going to say, yes, there's only one mediator, and his name is Jesus. Jesus. There are not many ways as they want to as society impose on us. No, 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 no. His name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And He changed our names. Now it takes a little bit of time for us to get used to this thing. Are you ready for me? Let me say it and then I'm gonna let you say it so that it can fall in your spirit and never leave your mind ever again. You are not flesh desiring the supernatural, you are, you are supernatural learning how to live in flesh. Can I say that again? You are not flesh desiring the supernatural you are supernatural learning how to live in this flesh can i prove it to you are you healed yes you are two thousand years ago on a cross somebody screamed out are you delivered yes you are two thousand years ago are you set free Yes, two years two thousand years ago. Is sin been taken care of? Yes, two thousand years ago. So what we need now is the manifestation of that spirit being in the earth breaking through. I'm here to tell you that the Bible says uh, that the whole of creation is waiting, groaning and moaning for the revelation, for the revealing of the manifestation of the sons of God. This is not just a little cute thing that you do over here when we greet each other saying, hello family. When you refer to your man of God as dead because you see him as your spiritual father. Come on, somebody. Creation is screaming out for this. Did Jacob's name change? Chapter 32 in the book of Genesis, his name changed. Read with me. Just stay with me um, on the big screens. Genesis 33 and 1. And Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau came. Somebody say, your name changed. No, 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 no. You need to see this. Chapter 32, his name changed. Chapter 33, and Jacob saw Esau, and he was afraid. Genesis 33, verse 10. And Jacob said, Nay, I pray thee, if now I have found grace in thy sight, then receive my present at my hand. Somebody say, your name changed. Genesis 34, verse 5. And Jacob heard that he had defiled Dinah, his daughter. Genesis 34, 30. And Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have troubled me to make me to stink among the inhabitants of the land. Genesis 35, verse 6. So Jacob came to Luz, which is in the land of Canaan. That is Bethel. He and all the people that were there with him. Verse number 9. And God appeared unto Jacob again. When he came out of Panam and blessed him, and God himself said, unto him. Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called Jacob anymore, but Israel. I wonder if Israel is in this house tonight. I wonder if Israel is watching by the internet. I'm wondering if Israel is watching by television tonight. You are not gonna label me with my pastor. You are gonna hear the word of the Lord. Uh, I am Israel. Oh come on praise the Lord in this place tonight. I said praise the Lord in this place tonight. I said praise the Lord in this place tonight. Thank you Jesus my name is changing. Thank you Jesus my marriage is changing. Thank you Jesus my relationship with my children is changing. I said, everything is changing in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah! 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 I've got a word for somebody. I have a word for somebody. I feel like praying for people now. Something in your life died. Look, look, look here. There are some things that you bury and you move on. You need to hear the word of the Lord in this church tonight. There are certain things that have to die, that's why they died. Do you know what God protected you from when that business did not work out? Do do you know what God protected you from when that friend betrayed you? I feel the Lord in this place. I said, I feel the Lord in this place. And it came to pass as her soul was in departing for she died. That she called I wish we will not be dictated on what can live and what can die. The church is forever evolving. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. Yes. God is moving. Yeah. I say, God is moving. And what he did 15 years ago is not what he's doing today. Certain things needs to die. Inaccurate mindsets needs to die. And she dictates what this newborn baby shall be called. She says he shall be called Benoni, which means son of my sorrow so they call South Africa the crime nation of the world they call South Africa many many things what are you and I as the Church of Jesus Christ gonna do about that we're gonna scream out loud and clear South Africa rest of the world don't you label us we shall not be called Ben and I we found out something about this authority that we have in Christ and we are renaming this thing if I was changed from Jacob to Israel he shall be changed from Ben and I to Benjamin son of my right hand hallelujah. I feel like praying for our nation right now. Come on everybody's hands in this this house raised. In the mighty name of Jesus. South Africa you will be beautiful. South Africa you shall be crime free. South Africa you will be poverty free. South Africa we call upon the name of the Lord tonight and we say that this will be a prosperous nation. This will be a nation of equality. This will be a nation of righteousness. This will be a nation of justice. This will be a nation we people work hard and they break through in the name of Jesus. If you believe that with me, come on, pray, 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 We speak to the church in this nation and we say that you will see a reformation. We say to the church, you will see a reformation. Oh, may the fathers arise may the apostles stand up may the prophets bring direction oh let the order in the church return in the name of Jesus let the church of Jesus Christ walk on this earth as Jesus walked around South Africa you will see Jesus again South Africa you will see the Word manifested again. South Africa. you will see the crippled walk, the blind sea, oh, the deaf ear. Come on, somebody in this place, open up your mouth. Oh, do something in this place. Ramaka Watch, watch, watch. Put it on the board. Genesis thirty five, verse ninety. Genesis thirty five, verse ninety. I'm about to pray for somebody in this place. Watch, 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 watch. Genesis 35 verse 19. And Rachel died. She was the plan. She was the dream. Oh, I hear. I hope somebody hears me in this place. She was the plan. She was the dream. But she died. And Jacob buried her. Put verse number 21 on the board. And Jacob set a pillar on her grave, which is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. Then Israel moved. I want to pray for people in this place tonight I says Pastor Andrew I need to let go of that I don't know what your thing is I don't know if it's a business I don't know if it's a horrible divorce that you went through I don't know if it's children that turned their back on you I don't know what it is But you need to be here. Why are you waiting for me to come out? Come on. If that's you, come, 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 come. Because it is about to change in this place. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For more information on products, please visit our website or send us an email. All the details are on the back of the product pack.